is Free Talk Live. You can take control of these airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up anything you would like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's 1-800-259-9231, and you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, and we give you the features on the site completely free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. So uh, to start things out, of course, we'll take your phone calls about anything, but to uh, get things rolling here, there's a story that I've been mentioning over the past couple days because we do this show during the week as well. Uh, and if you don't get the show on the weeknights on your local radio station, give them a call and sell it, say thanks to the program director for airing uh, the Saturday show and then ask for the weekday show. But I haven't been able to actually get to this because we've been just loaded up with phone calls. And so I want to make sure I get a chance. So here we go uh, from LouRockwell.com's William Norman Grigg about a man who served the government in the form of the military and then was executed by the very same government. Not the military, but the police, the other militaristic branch of the United States One government. One of their sub-governments. Governments. Yeah, exactly. So – and it kind of brings up the question before we get into the story. It kind of, kind of brings up the question. You, you hear frequently – People who are the veterans who support the military, because a lot of veterans are less than happy with their experience in the military and are very critical, uh, point of fact, of the military. But there's some that are a very, ex- you know, they're still ecstatic about the military and their experience there. And they like to uh, to put forth certain phrases like, we fought for your freedom, or I fought for your freedom. And just what freedoms are left anyway that you I mean if you fought for freedom specifically what freedoms did you fight for for which freedoms did you fight 1-800-259-9231 because it doesn't seem like there really are that many freedoms in this country i mean okay yeah you can compare so this is it one to, of the freest countries in the world yeah I mean, yeah that's, yeah, yeah. that's another do. one you can compare it to the other countries no in people the world. will say this is the freest country in the world and that's wrong um, no I mean, that's, not, that's right it's demonstrably wrong but um, it's maybe in the top 10 it's in the top 10 but it's not toward the top but, of the top ten. But but when you start looking at press freedom, it's it's really not. What's that one? At like seventy something? Or yeah, I th- I'd have to go look through the lists, but yeah. there's a bunch of them. So just what freedom are you fighting for? Certainly, it's not the freedom to control your own body, as this particular marine believed that he could. Jose Garena survived two combat tours of Iraq, only to become a casualty of the regime's longest war, the one waged against its domestic subjects in the name of drug prohibition. The former Marine was slaughtered by a SWAT team during a May 5th assault on his home in Arizona. Garena's wife, Vanessa, heard a noise outside the couple's home near Tucson at about 9 a.m. Jose, who had just gone to bed after pulling a 12-hour shift at a local mine, suspected, and correctly as it turned out, that his family was being threatened by an armed criminal gang. Grabbing his AR-15, Garena instructed his wife and four-year-old son to hide in the closet while he confronted the intruders. According to Mrs. Carrera, the stormtroopers from the Pima County Regional SWAT team never identified themselves as police. They simply stormed into the home and started shooting. I saw this guy pointing at me at the win- uh, pointing me at the window. Vanessa recalled in a tel- television interview. She said, "So I got scared and I got like, please don't shoot. I have a baby. I put my baby down and I put the bag in the window and I yell, Jose, Jose, wake up." A deputy's bullet struck the side of the doorway, causing chips of wood to fall on his shield, recounts the Arizona Daily Star, paraphrasing an account provided by Pima County Sheriff's Office functionary Michael O'Connell, or O'Connor, rather. That prompted some members of the team to think that the deputy had been shot. Now, uh, Gerna never fired a shot. The marauders who invaded his home never uh, fired no fewer than 71. 
As is standard procedure in such events, the invaders, the police, claimed that, and he's changed the spelling of this man's name from Gerena. Anyway, Gerena had fired on the officers as he had every moral and legal right to do. Of course, it may be moral and legal, but that doesn't mean that you're going to live through the process. The Indiana Supreme Court has just ruled this week that there is, uh, under no circumstances, one allowed to protect one's home from a person with a badge. I'd like to talk more about that in a moment because it certainly relates here. Neither Jose nor his wife, remember, he didn't fire a single shot, had a criminal history of any kind. The attack on their home was described as a narcotics enforcement operation, but there are no reports that narcotics were found at the residence. Even though the invaders reportedly seized, that is, stole, something that belonged to the victim. Now, Tucson is notorious for home invasions, and we didn't want it to look like that, insisted the bureaucrat spokesperson uh, for the Pima County Sheriff's Office, exhibiting the dull-witted refusal to acknowledge the obvious that typifies tax feeders of his station. He also maintained that the death squad went lights and sirens and we absolutely did not do a no-knock warrant, a claim refuted by the only surviving witness, Vanessa Garena. Yeah, and, you know, it, it's going to be – it seems to me difficult to imagine that this veteran who's uh, just gotten home from a couple of tours or whatever g- takes his AR-15 and he's going out to confront a, a group of – A squad of, of cops. cops. Yeah, I mean that doesn't make much sense. And did we find out that – I mean I, I, it, so many of these stories I've read, did we find out that this is a the wrong address that they're at again? Uh, no, that was not mentioned here. Okay. So I believe they had the correct address. Such details are morally inconsequential since there was no reason, apart from the institutional vanity of the sheriff's office and the indecent eagerness of the armored adolescents who compose its SWAT team, to conduct a paramilitary raid to serve a routine search warrant. I never imagined I would lose him like that, said his wife. He was badly injured, but I never thought he could be killed by the police after he served his country. By the way, the Marine died on his feet, rifle in hand, and his face to an unexpected enemy. The grim but unavoidable truth is this. We shouldn't be at all surprised that a regime capable of sending Americans abroad to terrorize Iraqis in their homes would employ the same state terrorism against Americans here at home. And that's from William Norman Gregg over at LewRockwell.com. There are 5.5 SWAT raids per day that go on in the United States. Gee, is that all? The vast majority of those are going on for drug raids. Yeah, probably 5.4 of them are uh, drug raids. <laughs> I would suspect that it's probably even higher than that. Um, I mean, otherwise, what are they going to get? They're getting some you know, kidnapper or murderer who's in their house. And, you know, I, I, I feel like that's a legitimate thing. You know somebody's in a house. They're holding somebody hostage. That's what a SWAT team's for. But so many of these are... That's what it originally was intended for. That's, that's what the idea is, and uh, it seems to me. Mission creep, or whatever you want to call it, where the government creates a program and then down the road it ends up doing all kinds of different things that originally were never intended for it serving warrants and things like that um you know these these no knock raids in order to keep somebody from flushing a bag of cocaine or marijuana down their toilet uh you know so many family members i mean we read stories like this constantly where somebody's gotten it we don't we don't share them as often as we get them there are a lot of, like, the guy that got shot in the head for trying to flush marijuana down his toilet. We never actually even got into the details on that story. You really have to ask yourself, I mean, what, if, if there's a bunch of noise at your door, you don't know what's going on. Um, and by the way, it's been done since forever. The, is it the Valentine's Day massacre that occurred in Ganglang, Chicago in the mid-30s or whatever, where the uh, the guys came in? During Prohibition? During Prohibition, where the uh, the, 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 the 
rival gang comes in dressed as cops, mm. gets the guys up against the wall and just mows them down. This has been done since forever. Yeah. I spent nine years in prison, and I couldn't tell you that these guys, that their tactics are to the, the convicts. Their tactics are to say, police, 5-0 or whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they claim to be the police when they do these things. So even when somebody yells police, that's... Uh, doesn't mean it's true. That doesn't mean it's true. I You know... It, the idea, it seems to me, of this country was that every man was a sovereign and that his castle was his home. Mm. And if it wasn't for this silly drug war, you wouldn't have situations like this. I'd love to get your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Is, is this what you mean when you say things like, I fought for your freedom? Oh, yeah? How about my freedom to just enjoy a nice night with my wife uh, without having the the door busted in and an armed group of uh, men coming in shouting and shooting at me? That'd be a nice freedom. I'd like that one. How about my freedom to control my body and to decide what it is that I put in it? That's a nice freedom. I would like to have that one, but I don't. And you don't either. And just because the SWAT team hasn't broken into your home yet doesn't mean that they won't. Whether they got the right or the wrong address in this case is immaterial. The point is they came into someone's home and they killed an innocent man. They killed somebody who had not harmed another person, at least in this country. Who knows what he did in Iraq? 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves. And whether they found drugs or not is also immaterial to the discussion. They didn't find any drugs, but even if they'd found 20 pounds of cocaine, it still wouldn't have, uh, he still wouldn't have deserved to be shot to death. 1-800-259-9231. What freedom? It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Take control of the airwaves. The Ruger LC9. Compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com LC9. This is Free Talk Live. You can dial in toll-free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us online at freetalklive.com and enjoy the features you will find there completely free. Our shrine of female listeners is included. Dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing that they're listeners of this program. You can go to shrine.freetalklive.com to see it. And if you're a lady listener, get details on how to become part of the shrine. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy. And the taxes that you have to pay for them feed the very beast that's stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul lingering odors, and no smoke. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale water vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Use coupon code FTL and get 5% off. There are already low prices at VaporStation.com. Correction, Mark. Uh, we were talking about freedoms, and we didn't have any information in front of us. You did some digging there during the break about press freedoms as far as where the United States ranks uh, among the world in regards to press freedom. I mean, it should rank pretty high considering the First Amendment, freedom of the press, but as it turns out, it's 
Uh, number 20. Number 20 of all the entire world. Yeah. So I was way off in, in my guess. but I mean, yeah, there's a lot of European countries way ahead. Right. So it, really, you only have the freedom of press in this country as far as it's convenient for the government. So, like, for instance, recently we've had cameras barred from a courtroom where they had their precious uh, undercover agents that were testifying. And so, therefore, we couldn't have any cameras in there. Well, you can have your cameras barred from a court anytime a, a, the guy in the robe says so. That, well, I mean, right. if you were living in a free country, it would seem that you would be able to hold its bureaucrats responsible for their actions inside of a courtroom. Even outside but the courtroom, you can't. Right. Even outside the courtroom, we've got people who are arrested for trying to video the police in public places. One of our listeners is facing six years in prison now in florida john kurtz in the orlando area he's going to trial on that on monday now, there's people all over the united states right now facing felony charges in some cases uh, around the united states for videotaping people who public servants on public property while they're working on public time so uh, by the way there's a little bit extra to this story that we were sharing with you uh, from lewrockwell.com's william norman grigg about the swat team that murdered an iraq veteran jose garena in his home near tucson not only did they bust in without identifying themselves and just start shooting, 71 shots at least. By the way, Garena did not shoot one. Not only did they do that and murder this man, but also, according to uh, Tucson's ABC affiliate KGUN, they also kept a medical team waiting for more than an hour as the 26-year-old father bled to death and then sent them away. After the fatal fusillade, Vanessa, his wife, pleaded with the SWAT team to call for medical assistance. And rather than doing so, they held help at bay until their victim was dead, supposedly in the interest of officer security or officer safety or whatever. This is, of course, one of the big things with the police departments, the reason why they didn't go into Columbine right away. They set up outside and waited for a while because officer safety safety is the most paramount thing when it comes to the police. Not protecting you. That's just what they say. What they do is something else com- uh, completely different. I think there are I, – I know that there are police officers out there that would throw themselves in front of a bullet if they had the opportunity. However, it is policy that they – you know, set up cordon off areas and set up, uh, you know, I mean, obviously this guy should have gotten medical attention. What's, clearly. Right. What security excuse do they I mean, have in was this, this case? Was his one year old going to pick up the gun yeah. and then uh, fight back? I mean, he's lying there. He's been how many shots did they fire? 71 at, at least. You know, even 71 shots fired at him. Oh, maybe 10 percent of them hit. Who knows? Seven shots in him. The guy's down. KGUN requested the emergency call records for Drexel Heights Fire Rescue. The 911 call center notified Drexel Heights at 943 in the morning. The unit arrived two minutes later at 945. So the Fast response time. EMTs were doing their job, but deputies told rescue workers to stay put. That's standard. Be sure they won't walk into danger. But they waited until 1059. Then they heard the radio call code 900. That means they were no longer needed because the person was dead. One hour and 14 minutes had transpired. Dexel Heights indicates they were never allowed to even examine Jose Carena. Let's go to you and your phone calls. What freedoms? Because military, again, Jose Carena was a Marine, U.S. Marine, served two tours in Iraq, comes home, murdered by the police in a drug raid. By the way, they didn't find any drugs. Not that it would matter if they did. But let's go to you and your thoughts at 800-259-9231. Is this what the Marines are fighting for? This kind of freedom? 1-800-259-9231 to Jake, listening in Somersville to WSC-FM. Hey, hey Jake, in South, South Carolina. Uh, What's up? 
Hey, I just had a thought that I'd like to share with you, and that's yes. uh, with some of the stuff that's going on in the Middle East where the U.S. is supporting uh, the, the governments in place and, in some instances, the ones who are revolting. If you turn the tables on that and take a look at our own nation, it's uh, slowly boiling up to some type of revolt. Everybody knows it. Everybody that you can talk to on the streets and have a conversation with, you're talking about all the ammo and guns that everybody's saving up, and what's it for? It's for the revolt that's coming. Well, I always wonder uh, about this, because who's going to lead it? How would it go? I mean, you know, I, I agree that tyranny is increasing in the United States, and I agree that Americans generally won't like that, but they do seem to be a docile beast. I mean, you know, they they, they put up with uh, progressively more and more tyranny throughout the years. I don't know when and if something like this could happen, but I, I just always wonder who's going to lead it. Certainly not the media. They're not going to get the information out. It's a good question. And I do agree with you that we're dots on because we have our refrigerators full, our cable TV and air conditioning homes and, and so on. Mm-hmm. But there will be a trigger point, so to speak, and it's it's coming. And everybody's aware of it, but nobody knows exactly when. Well, I, I have to say uh, I don't support the idea of a violent revolution. I, I think, think that if you have a violent either. revolution, likely the guy who leads the violent revolution is the guy who's going to be in charge. And then you just have you another, know, yourself another killer in a dictator. Yeah. <laughs> I don't agree with it either, nor do I advocate it, but you can see that it's on the way. I see the tyrannies on the way, and I do believe that, uh, you know, that, that when tyranny comes, that revolutions follow it. Well, and, and you're right that uh, people are going to get hungrier because uh, food prices are going up, gas prices are going up, and as gas prices increase, everything, the price the of everything increases. The government's just about broke. What's going to happen when those 40 million Americans are on food stamps? I mean, that's what's, that's what's keeping the docility going. Everybody's got full tummies handouts. And, a, and a cell phone. So when it occurs, if some other nation, such as you know Russia or somewhere else, supports the uh, revolters, uh, just as we're doing in other countries right now, mm-hmm. what do what can we say about it? What can we say about it? What do you mean by that? In other words, we're we're uh, in Libya right now. The, the situation there, where the U.S. is supporting uh, those who are revolting against their standing government. What? And we say about it if another nation comes in and targets the U.S. because they're supporting those who revolt against our legitimate government. Well, I don't know if it's legitimate. I mean, I'm not sure what legitimate even means. Well, uh, he's just he's just well, drawing a parallel here, and I think that it's an interesting yeah. one. I mean, you know, what, what do you like the idea of foreign nations, especially ones that we've been taught throughout our lives are bad foreign nations? Do you like the right. idea of those nations supporting a revolt in this country? Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. Well, I know that uh, Russia Today, the cable t- network, news network, is RT. supported by the Russian government. That's and right. they are doing very good job at sowing the seeds of dissent in this country. So I fully support that. Not violence. I don't support violence. But uh, free speech designed to break down the U.S. government, all in favor. I've started playing a new online game. It's called Mine Things. It's a free online mining game created by a free stater. It's all in your browser. There's nothing weird to download. Your little mining robot guy can mine for you 24-7. You don't even need to be logged in. You compete with other players for resources in a capitalist economy. The virtually mined gold demonstrates the concept of sound money and is exchanged between players tax-free. They even accept bitcoins. Go to MineThings.com and start mining today. It's free. MineThings.com. Yeah. 
This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can dial in toll-free and bring up anything you'd like. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. And we give you the features on the site for free. Features including the news updates. Get signed up and we'll keep you in the loop whenever there's something you need to know about Free Talk Live. Go to news.freetalklive.com. To do that, news.freetalklive.com. You can sign up for emailed updates or Twitter or Facebook. Once again, news.freetalklive.com is totally free. It's hard to listen to talk radio and even television these days without seeing gold ads out there. There's lots of ads for gold on the radio. And, you know, I, I think it's a great idea for people to get gold and silver into their hands, um, the stuff they can possess, not just the stuff they have on paper. But it's important to buy at the best price you can because that's how you make money. You buy low, you sell high, whether it's stocks or gold or real estate or whatever. We've designed a a site. It's gold.freetalklive.com. We've teamed up with Midas Resources, one of the gold purveyors out there. And we our our goal is to get gold and silver into your hands and get it to you at the the lowest prices possible. I want you to go to gold.freetalklive.com and check out the rates there before you buy anything else. Please go check the other guys. The the coins that are there are intended that you can compare between other places. They're common coins. Uh, they're, they don't have much numismatic value. They're intended to get gold and silver into your hands, not to be collector's items or anything. Go check it out, gold.freetalklive.com. And uh, please get some gold and silver. It's going to continue to go up. That's my guess. All right, 800-259-9231. As we continue here, you can, of course, bring up anything you'd like. Let's talk. We're talking, though, generally about uh, the police state and uh, raids on various different people who are accused of drug dealing or drug possession. In this case, it's actually a former Marine, someone who spent two years in uh, excuse me, not two years, but two tours in Iraq, came back home and had the police SWAT team raid his house at nine in the morning. And the police fired 71 shots. He fired zero. And they came in, apparently, and without without announcing who they were. I think they, it's an important part of the story. They murdered uh, this man. And then they prevented, uh, to add insult to injury, they prevented uh, the uh, paramedics from showing up you can for sort like of, an hour. You can sort of understand why a SWAT team would mow down a guy who has a, an AR-15 in, in his hands. But one has to ask themselves, why is that SWAT team there? And doesn't a man have a right to come out of his house with a weapon in his hand if he believes that his house is under siege by some group of people that he doesn't know, some unnamed group of people? 1-800-259-9231 to your phone calls, your thoughts. Alex is in Tampa listening to WFLA. Hello, Alex. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, on a separate note, actually, I was at uh, I was in Orlando last night where for John Kirst, they had a little bit of a, a little, you know, recognition kind of help him out a little bit to make sure that uh, everything was going to go well for Monday and rally the troops to make sure the court's going to be a, a good presence. So just to give you guys an update on that. Great. John Kurtz, by the way, for those that don't know, is the activist who recorded the police in public in Orlando, was arrested for it, and has now been charged with uh, various different, I think some felonies, uh, actually, as a matter of fact, for doing the right thing and recording these criminal cops. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the funny thing is, is that that same police officer actually arrested a uh, uh, Channel 13 um, uh, uh, film photographer there, yep. a reporter there, 
for doing basically the same thing. So yep. he's at least he's consistent with all the media. Well, it's becoming more and more common in America for for you know major news organization reporters to be arrested for filming. It's true, police officers and you know standing on public areas. Filming and the cops servants. get away with it, of course. I mean, the fact that, th- that this cop was able to arrest a news reporter like that. And and continue on in the same role, the same job just goes to show that these people are completely unaccountable, which is one of the reasons why it's important to record them in the first place. Anyway, go ahead with the reason you're calling tonight. Well, the reason I was calling was I think when, when you have young people and they uh, sign up to join the military, that in their mind that they are fighting for, you know, for, for people's freedoms. And I think what you're starting to see now, I don't think that it's the vast majority, but I think you are starting to see a, a very active minority of people that, when they get back, they actually have a better understanding. And what, what, what they're seeing here in America, they actually have a better understanding as to um, that they really do need to be fighting for freedoms, but it wasn't, they weren't doing it over there, that they need to actually start doing it over here mm. um, in America. And I think you're starting to see that. And a lot of people, like here in Florida, um, a lot of them are prior military or prior law enforcement, and they have um, you know, fully embraced you know, liberty and freedom, and, and, and they now understand it and get it. So I think you're starting to see that, and I think that's only going to be a sign of, of more things to come, especially when, when instances like the, like what you're speaking about tonight actually come to light, where they're saying, you know, this guy didn't do anything wrong, and in their mind they're going to go, this guy was, you know, he, he tried to defend the country, and to see that they're just going to go after him like they go after anybody else, you're going to see a lot more people that were prior military um, and prior law enforcement rise up against uh against the government that is uh, doing these things. It's unfortunate, though, that it, it sometimes takes horrible incidents like this for some people to uh, to wake up and get a clue. Thanks for the call tonight, Alex. Appreciate yep. hearing from you and the thoughts at 800-259-9231. We go to an anonymous caller on the line here, uh, calling from somewhere, I don't know, anonymous Florida. You're on the, in Florida. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, hi. Um, I'm, my hand is actually kind of shaking because this, this um, hits on a couple of different levels. Can you hear me okay? Because it gotcha. sounds like I'm breaking up. Yeah, you sound fine. Go ahead. Okay. Um, well, I did two deployments to Iraq. Uh, my first one was in 2004. My second one was in 2007. Um, I got hurt on my first one and then hurt again on my second. And on my second one, my wife, uh, she left me and wow. I was medically retired. Well, I was basically homeless, living out of my car, and one of the things that wasn't taken from me was, one, my car, two, the clothes on my back, and three, my collection of firearms. And somebody saw those in my car, called the police, and they rolled in deep because they basically knew that I was an ex-veteran, you know, homeless, living out of his car with, you know, a bunch of guns. And whoever called the police told the police that I was um, talking about murder-suicide. So when they came in, they already knew what they were going to do. And they, uh, you know, off I went. And there was absolutely nothing I could do about even though in the state that I was in at the time, it was completely legal. You don't need a concealed weapons permit to have firearms in your car. Um, it's a state out west, and and even within the city, it, it, it was completely against the law uh, what they did. And but they got away with it. it, it oh, but they got away with it. They were more concerned about the fact that um, I might be a disgruntled 
Iraq veteran with firearms and suffering from PTSD. And because I was on all kinds of medications for my injuries that I got in Iraq, they looked at me as more of a, um, oh, I don't know, as somebody along the lines of, of what you would see in, like, Virginia Tech or, you know, something like that. So. Yeah, a maniac. Yeah. And even I was I was actually I was living I was How, how did you I'm sorry day. to interrupt. How did you survive this encounter? I mean, with the cops all ready to pull a trigger, uh how did you end <laughs> um, up living through this? Uh, well, they they showed up and I was actually in class at the time. I was going th- to a little private vocational school that was funded through the VA. Mm-hmm. Um and it was actually the day of final exams. I had a job lined up the the very next day. Shoot! And Can a, you imagine really you're, you're at finals? Oh, uh, they're gonna. And, I'm, and, I'm sure they didn't get you fit when you're done with the test either, right? Oh, oh no! I graduated. Oh, thank I, goodness! I actually got my I actually got my my diploma. No, the the school, um, the owner of the school. I give them credit. They they did what they they had to do. Um, it was just it, it, later on they said we didn't know that the authorities were going to take it that far. Mm-hmm. You know, we thought that they were just going to take them, talk to them, find out what the deal was, and then everything. No, they they came in, and before they knew it, you know, I was having an anxiety attack before because I was in the back of a police car one minute and I'm I'm. You know, sitting there enjoying my last day of class and my coffee, and the next minute I'm having to explain to the cops why I have, you know, why I'm living out of my car and why I have guns in it. And it's a scary yeah, story, I man. Have to explain those things. Thanks for the call know, tonight. So. I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. I know it wasn't easy. 800-259-9231. Is that the freedom that you were fighting for if you were in the military? 1-800-259-9231. It's Free Talk Live. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live. We invite you to take control of the airwaves, bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line live Saturday show. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. We invite you to our website. You can go there and get interactive in various different ways. We've got a variety of different features there for you. And unlike those other talk show hosts in the business, we don't charge you for the website. So you can just go and get interactive and enjoy. But if you do want to support the show with some sort of financial incentives, we have different ways for you to do that. And there's a brand new one that has just been announced. Bitcoin. Uh, you can now send a Bitcoin contribution if, for whatever reason, you actually want to get rid of your Bitcoins. Uh, you can now do it, and we'll tell you more about Bitcoin here in a little bit uh, on the program. But that is available. Plus, we've got, of course, the AMP program that allows you to contribute three bucks a month to the show uh, to help us get Free Talk Live on more radio stations. We're closing in on the 100 station mark, which is a big deal uh, for for us. So you can help make that happen by going. And to don't forget the all the perks you get. That's right. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com. You get some perks like access to the AMP-only phone lines, the AMP-only forum, as well as podcast. Go and get the details and get signed up over at amp.freetalklive.com. Ruger has some 
citing new offerings for this model year. The LC9 is a slightly larger cousin to the very popular LCP. It's compact, has numerous safety features, a three-dot sight system, and Ruger always has and always will mean rugged. The Ruger LC9, the next handgun you must own. Made in America and made for you, Ruger.com. All right, so we're going to continue here with your calls about what you want. Rusty is listening to KFNA in Abilene, Texas. Rusty, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Thanks hey. for taking my call. No um, we're really glad to have you down in Texas. You guys aren't uh, the typical um, talk show host, guys. Uh, Certainly not. And I just wanted to... Um, to inform everyone a lot of the things that are going on right now like with the um the raid and the murder out in tucson um uh you know not to try and plug his material but george carlin talked a lot about things uh things like this happening a long time ago and not just things like this um also things like the backlash with um the quote-unquote cult of parenting um things like that but you know one of the one of the things that he was he was pretty big on, and you can read this in just about any one of the the three books that he wrote, was that Americans are docile, like you know you and uh, you guys and one of your previous callers talked about, and they are all too willing to give up more and more of their freedoms mm-hmm. for the illusion of safety, and it's really it's horrifying. I live uh, actually right on the fence of a very large Air Force base. And um, I'm not kidding. My, my house is about 100 yards from a, uh, from a runway where B-1 bombers take off. And it's, it's scary. I don't want to let my son near it because I'm afraid it's, it's frightening. You know, especially when you see things going on, like with the Tucson case, it's it's scary to think about. I'm, I'm a little how, lost at what you're saying here. You're saying you don't want your son to go near the Air Force Base? Well, we do have an MP that patrols our neighborhood regularly, but it's not not so much that. It's just, it's it's extremely frightening to it think. It being what? Oh, I'm sorry, what is frightening? The Air Force Base or something else? No, the the thought of how easily it can all be taken away, as with the case in Tucson. Now, how quickly someone can, you know, mess up. You're talking about the killer? You're talking about the Tucson killer? No, no he's no, talking well, about this situation here. Oh, I'm sorry. Watching, right. Okay. You're talking watching. about the uh, the case we were discussing earlier in the hour where the, yeah. uh, the a Marine veteran was iced by the uh, the police department there, the SWAT team, because they believed he had some drugs. So, yeah, yeah that's, what's, that's, that's what's scary to you. I see. A lot of big news coming up too yeah. soon. I totally understand where you're coming from, and it can happen to you. And I think that there are a lot of people that are listening out there thinking, well, I don't do drugs, so I'm fine. But there have been so many stories where people who apparently don't... this guy didn't either. The cops didn't find any drugs. Correct, in his house. correct. Uh, but in many cases, they'll just get the wrong address, or they'll get the right address, but they get the wrong house on the property. Or there are all kinds of stories where people have been murdered by the police in these uh, police raids simply because the police botched it up. They screwed up some detail, or in this case, they got the details right, but the guy didn't have any drugs anyway. And even if he did have drugs, it's still a scary situation because people should be free to control their bodies, don't you think? Yes, I think so. Um, 
Now, you know, it's kind of funny. About two years ago, a friend of mine um, was involved in a, um, well, it was counted as a felony theft. Um, he was involved in stealing a canoe. And um, he, <laughs> he was actually in town visiting me. He lives in uh, a larger city, and um, he got a call from one of his neighbors that there was a full SWAT team at his house. Over a canoe. His, over a canoe. It's incredible. There were, people, there were people on his roof. They kicked his door in, broke his door, and scared his mother half to death. Well, he should leave people's canoes alone, but that does sound like a huge overreaction. Yeah. Rusty, thanks That's for the call fair. and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate you sharing that at 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. These guys are adrenaline junkies, a lot of them are. The police, especially the ones that are attracted to the SWAT team side of, uh, of police work, they're, they are drug addicts themselves. They're just addicted to a more natural uh, version called adrenaline, where they get into these dangerous, life-threatening situations. Of course, not that their lives were being threatened over some guy that stole a canoe can you imagine someone stealing a canoe and then holing up in his house with a machine gun and like come on coppers come Doesn't and get make it much sense yeah it seems pretty unlikely but nonetheless they get, like to get themselves all psyched up and pumped up uh, to to go on these operations and and barry cooper from NeverGetBusted.com will will tell you about this because he did it he did that kind of stuff he uh, he did things as a police officer just to get an adrenaline rush and so that's what they're doing. They're just they're using every well, excuse. I don't that know they what can. they're doing at every time, but I would say that some of them are doing it for that reason. They're using every excuse they can to come into people's homes and do these these SWAT team raids. Completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary show of force in this uh, in this particular case. I mean, the guy's got a canoe. You can wait for him to leave, go to work, and then pull him over and do what you need to do. Right. What I want from my p- uh, policing organization, I want them to de-escalate situations. I want them to handle a, a situation in the the least violent way possible because if you shoot bullets at a bad guy at some point or another those i mean in this guy's instance how many bullets did they shoot at him 70 or 91 at least 71 bullets were shot at this guy i mean you're pretty lucky that none of those bullets landed in somebody else right in a neighborhood i mean could go through walls etc 1-800-259-9231 by the way his wife was hiding throughout this entire thing with their child in a closet so it very well could have gone through one of those walls a couple of walls into the uh, closet yeah. catch the catch the baby up the side of the head that's it it's not unheard of no. there have been stories where children wives and dogs and cats have been dogs killed dogs are common yeah <laughs> Well, they shoot dog- the dogs on purpose. Right, I mean, dogs- you can go to uh, policebrutality.info uh, and you can see, you know, uh, there's a video of a cop just shooting a dog that's sitting in the street. Yeah. In fact, in a lot of cases, the police will actually shoot a dog for the purpose of attempting to get the owner to react in a violent manner. So, for instance, if the owner's acting cool and not going crazy, uh, not you know going off on the cops, not jumping at them, not trying to attack them, then they might attempt to uh, instigate something by shooting a dog uh, or threatening to shoot a dog. In that case, they're expecting that the owner may snap uh, at that moment because who doesn't love their dogs, right? I mean, most people do, and you don't have a, you don't have the dog around just so you can kick it, right? Threatening an innocent animal is a way to really get somebody's blood flowing and get them angry and get them to jump at a cop so the cops then have the excuse to shoot the human. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. Let's continue with Joshua listening in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware to WGMD-FM. Hello, Joshua. Hello. 
How you doing? Great. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I heard the story about the Marine who was gunned down maliciously by the police, and uh, it reminded me of something that happened in our American history not too long ago. And I'm not trying to bring up the past or justify this man, but uh, this all reminds me of Osama bin Laden and what they did to him. They rushed in there. They had attack dogs. They could have easily brought him down. He was unarmed. They could have detained him. As I understand, they had him actually, uh, they had him in custody. And according to his daughter, which, uh, you know, I mean, you, you're going to believe every every bit of the story coming from the uh, United States government. I suppose uh, somebody who's to. there, uh, might as, uh, her story is as good as anybody, that he was on his knees. I mean, they executed a guy on his knees. Pop, pop, one in the head, one in the heart. I haven't even heard that. In a room that had no bullet, bullets, uh, you know, so it's not like there was a gunfight going right, on. Right, and he was completely unarmed, and he didn't hold his wife hostage or any of that stuff that they first initially had said. Hey, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Our, our number two is coming up here. Plenty of time for your thoughts on whatever you want at 800-259-9231. Also, let's talk about that castle doctrine or the idea of resisting illegal police raids here in a moment. So apparently some news about that. Hunting, shooting, camping, apparel, auto ATV, tactical gear, survival equipment. OutdoorBunker.com is your one-stop discount shop for all your outdoor survival needs. From scopes, holsters, and knives to backpacks, flashlights, sleeping bags, and more, OutdoorBunker.com features a massive selection at incredible prices. Orders over $100 get free shipping. FTL listeners, get the UTG Deluxe Universal Horizontal Shoulder Holster for only $9.95. I've got mine. Get yours at OutdoorBunker.com slash FTL now. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything as we launch here into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. Bring up anything. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. So enjoy those on us. Once again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And we will continue here uh, taking your calls. And coming up, I'd like to give a little bit more information on a story that you mentioned earlier, Mark, which I think ties into the whole discussion we've been having tonight. And for those of you just tuning in, we've been talking about this whole fallacious idea that the military is somehow protecting freedom because there's a perfect case in point where a man who was in the military, a Marine, was uh, served two, uh, two tours in Iraq, comes back home, he's working in a mine in uh, the Tucson, Arizona area, gets back from his uh, night at the mine, he's working an overnight shift, has gone to sleep in the early morning hours, you know, like 8 in the morning, and his wife wakes him up because there's a some men in costumes coming to do something awful. Uh, you know, she's not sure what's going on, but she's scared. And they bust in the front door. This guy grabs the, the Marine, grabs his AR-15, and prepares to defend his family from the marauders, uh, from the invaders. And it turns out the invaders, group of uh, police from the Pima County Sheriff's Office and their SWAT team, who didn't bother to announce uh, themselves or knock on the door or anything like that. They just busted it right in and began shooting. Uh, the Marine, who again served two tours in Iraq, was shot down. Uh, the police shot over 71 times, and the former Marine did not squeeze off a single shot. And of course, 
the police will end up being found uh, completely innocent. Uh, they, they will be found that they were completely by the book and everything was uh, was okay with the way they did things. And, well, and this man will will have died for nothing. Yeah, he lays there in his uh, his yard for an hour and fifteen minutes. The the EMTs are right there. The cops won't let them go and and deal with the guy. I don't know if he was in his yard or in his house. I don't think it was made clear in in the story. But yeah, the EMTs arrived two minutes after somebody called nine one one, and the police prevented them from coming in and attempting to save this man's life. Why? Because of security, whatever that means. So that's kind of where we're at here with the, the discussion. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Of course, the question. You know, I think it begs the question of, well. What freedom did this guy fight for? I mean, if this guy believed that he was fighting for freedom, as so many people in the military seem to believe, or maybe it's more the people that are outside the military that believe it. I don't know. You certainly get said, uh, you know, all the time that, you know, things like, well, they, they, our boys are over there fighting for your freedom. Yeah. I don't know about that because I don't feel too free. And when you hear stories like this of a family having their lives torn apart, a wife having her husband uh, taken from her and her son uh, in a violent bloodbath at the hands of the police. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. Mark, you said it was five times per day, 5.5 times per day. 4.5. 4.5? Well, who's counting? Five-ish times per day, these police are coming into people's homes all across the country. And I think it adds up to a whole lot. That's a, that's a lot of police raids every single year. In fact, I, I thought I'd heard it was like 40000 per year, but I guess maybe that's a little on the high side. That's according to Reason Magazine. Yeah. So either way, whether it's one raid that uh, goes wrong or whether it's 10,000 raids that go wrong, they're being used inappropriately. They're used to go after drug suspects where there's no chance that there's going to be any violence or anything like that. In this case, it was a drug raid and they didn't find any drugs. So how does this make you feel? 1-800-259-9231. Do you feel safe? When you see the police, do you feel safe and secure? Do you feel like they're uh, protecting you? Because I don't feel that way. I don't feel protected by these people. These people, these people calling themselves the police, are the biggest threat to my freedom. I'm not afraid of terrorists, so-called terrorists, somebody wearing a turban. That's not a concern for me. It's a concern for me that my family and I, my friends, are going to have armed men, jackbooted thugs, breaking into my home and then blasting me and my friends or family with bullets. Well, that's, I, the, that's far more realistic. I mean, with 4.5 of those things happening every single day in this country, it's far more likely that something like that is going to happen to you than some mad bomber setting off a, you know, a suitcase nuke. Well, it's difficult to quantify this, right? So, like, we can look at this instance and we can say this doesn't look like a righteous kill to us, but it's difficult to quantify. Certainly, the police kill far more people in the United States than uh, terrorists do. But, you know, like some of those people, it seems to me, are probably righteous kills. I mean, they have to be, right? I would say that there's a good percentage of them. I I, I would hope that half of them or more are. Um, But, you know, I mean, the stories that I read on a regular basis because of the nature of my job are the unrighteous kills. And it's the job of the press to hold the government responsible. And as far as it goes. How's that working out? Well, the press to hold the government responsible? Yeah. Eh, It's not working out real well. But in our case, it works fine. We do it, um, and and you got to what, what people have to remember is you know they they often put their hand over their hearts and God bless America and say these police officers are they're red true as the red white and blue they're our guys they wouldn't do anything wrong well you know they're the tip of the spear of an organization that claims for itself a monopoly privilege on the use of violence I hope the government uses that monopoly that it has claimed for itself well. 
that would be the ideal situation. But I read far too many stories and come across far too many instances where it doesn't. And when it doesn't, it doesn't hold itself responsible. It doesn't hold the people who do it responsible. It obfuscates it hides it forces people to use a, use its its legal system to come after it and it can take decades to to see justice if you ever see it it's a messed up system let's continue with your phone calls and talk to dana listening in massachusetts dana you're on free talk live hi how you guys doing tonight hey, great what's on your mind um i just wanted to give you guys a little news uh, it feeds right into this there was a, a court case last week out of the Indiana Supreme Court, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll read the exact quote out of it. It says, we hold there is no right to reason, reasonably resist unlawful entry by police officers. So what they basically said is, even if the police enter your house unlawfully, without any reason at all, we have no right to resist them. Mm. They've uh, basically overturned the Magna Carta, <laughs> and this is making no news anywhere. You know, it, it's, Thanks it, for bringing it, that up. It, to some extent, is an, it addresses the Third Amendment of the United States, which says no so- soldier shall in time of uh, peace be quartered in any house without the consent of the uh, owner, mm. nor in time of war, but in a, a manner that is prescribed by law. And These aren't soldiers, Mark. They're the police. Uh, well, they didn't have police uh, when this well, was this goes written. to the Fourth Amendment and, and, and the, an unreasonable search and sure, seizure. Sure, and the right to be secure uh, in your person. Little, another piece of the, the decision. It says, we believe a right to resist an unlawful police entry into a home is against public policy and is incompatible with modern Fourth Amendment jurisprudence. See, They're it's not... We don't even have a right to resist. Right, Even not, if it's unlawful. Right, even if... The, the court's saying, right. even if they know that this is an illegal search, if this is an illegal entry, it's still wrong for you to, to resist the government because what is in the government's best interest is what is primate, uh, you know, the primate, primary motive for the court, for the system. It's not you. It's not a government by the people. It's not we are the government. It's they are the government. They'll do whatever they want to, and if you dare resist them you'll be silenced yeah they they've i mean it's uh, to me it's almost like they've thrown, thrown the gauntlet down they they're coming right out and saying this stuff you can't it just you doesn't get much more fascist than uh, than that mm-hmm. also if you're going to do some home invasions get yourself a cop uniform exactly exactly thanks and for the what, call tonight dude. Well, go ahead. i'm sorry go ahead with it even plan on uh say they just want to search your house for no reason they don't plan on you know, bringing charges. They're right. not looking for anything. They don't care. They'll just come in. You can't resist them. They'll right. search through all your girlfriend's underwear drawer. You're like, oh, no charges. See you later. Have a nice day. Yep, that's right. And you won't be able to do anything about it. Yep. And thanks this for leaves the call. it completely at the discretion of the officers as to whether or not they come in your room, in your house. Uh, they can do whatever they want, and you cannot resist. So, I mean, you know, Ed, in the extreme instance, the, the cops can come in, shoot your dog, shoot your kids, shoot your wife, and you can't resist. And this was the Supreme Court of Indianapolis, Indiana. Yeah. or excuse Indi- me, Indiana, rather. Yeah, uh, Indianapolis doesn't have its own Supreme right, Court. Right, right, it's the capital. Uh, so that doesn't mean it's a national decision, it just means it's... It, it will be used as precedent, uh, right. and you can believe that all the other government organizations are going to be using this up. as president, precedent at this point. It's, it's very unlikely that you're going to see the U.S. Supreme Court This was, in this. fact, the law anyway. I mean, come on. You think you could resist cops coming in your house for whatever reason they want? When was the last time a court ruled that, uh, you know, that, that cops deserved to be shot? 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So it doesn't even matter if their reason for being there was complete bunk. What do you expect their court to say about their actions? Exactly. 800-259-9231. You can take control. This is Free Talk Live. 
This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Stouffer's, helping bring your family together with wholesome dinner options, even on the busiest of nights. Find dinner table ideas to bring your family together at letsfixdinner.com. To get kids involved in dinnertime conversation, ask specific questions, not broad ones. Instead of what happened today at school, try what was the best thing that happened today. The more specific you are, the more they'll have to say. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything you want. Dial in toll-free and take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Uh, Don't forget, the features, by the way, on the site include listening options. We've got broadband and dial-up streams. The latest episode of Free Talk Live airs on those streams at all times, 24-7, you can tune in, enjoy, completely free. Also, 98 great radio stations carry the show throughout the week at various different times. You can learn about them, uh, our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio, as well as our free-to-air satellite channel, the webcam, and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Listen in via, via any of those options and go get the details over at listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen freetalklive.com as we continue with your phone calls indiana supreme court has determined that you have no right whatsoever to resist in any shape or form an illegal police search slash raid of your home is that pretty much the summary there mark that's correct is there anything else we need to know because i mean we actually had a caller kind of read us some of the excerpts from that particular story the caller basically read all the uh the the highlights would you like me to go over them no, again no, i mean just just to, i mean that was pretty much it right like you yep. can't that even if the police raid is deemed illegal after the fact it's uh, completely illegal for you to resist the illegal police raid yep <laughs> You don't get to decide what's legal and illegal, citizen. Yeah. So one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Of course, uh, you know they're fighting for freedom over there in Iraq. Sound like freedom to you? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Just the term "citizen" doesn't sound like freedom to me. It sounds like government ownership of you. Let's continue. Well, citizen's just a modified version of surf. It's just a friendlier sounding version of surf. As we continue here, uh, you can bring up anything. Oh, and, and since we're talking about citizens, uh, the definition of citizen is one who owes a duty of allegiance in return for an obligation of protection, meaning that you owe the government your allegiance in return for them protecting you. But if they're murdering people and getting away with it, then they're not really there protecting you. In fact, the government's own Supreme Court has ruled that they don't have an obligation to protect you. So if there's no obligation to protect you, then you don't owe them a duty of allegiance now, do you? Which would mean that you're not actually a citizen, are you? Yeah, and if you don't think the government – if you think the government does have some obligation to protect you, then ask yourself, well, why is it when my car gets stolen that I can't send a bill to the police? Oh, they were supposed to protect it, right? Let's talk to Charles listening in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to WRNN. Hello, Charles. Charles? Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Charles? Can you guys hear me pretty good? Yeah, you sound a little uh, tinny. Are you talking like a little earpiece or something? Yeah, but I'm going to try to make it better. Is that happen? Uh, well. <laughs> no, it sounds like no. you shoved it down your throat. <laughs> yeah, well, give me a I'll do the best I can. Yeah, yep. go for uh, it. I was just here. I was here at the beach, and I've uh, been here for many, many years. And I got pulled over. Uh, I was driving on Highway 17 in Myrtle Beach during the summertime. And uh, two cops ran a red light. It was a female and a male, male driving right in front of me. So I switched to the left lane, pulled up 
were around them, and I was pulling over at the Conway National Bank. They immediately threw their lights on, pulled me over, and um, so I asked them why they pulled me over. They said that I had made an a, a illegal turn. I said, no, all I did was pull over to get over here. You guys ran that red light. They weren't, they, you know, they were just right along. So they uh, pulled me over, pulled over at the uh, thoroughbreds, which was less than half a block away. So I was right on top of it because you know, I was there. And uh, they pulled me out and uh, wanted to write me a ticket. And I said, no, I, said, I didn't do anything as you said. And uh, they said, well, you pulled out and then you pulled in front of us. No, sir, I said, you ran a red light. What are we going to do about that? And I said, by the way, aren't you guys out of your jurisdiction? This is Oregon County property and you're, you're North Myrtle Beach. So guess who they called? The other cops. Yeah. He comes in, goes in the car, finds a trash bag in the back, rips it open, finds a uh, pint of burnets. Now, hold on. They searched your car because you did a U-turn? Oh, no, I didn't do anything. I was just driving straight, and these guys whipped out in front of me, so I shifted to the left lane, went around them, pulled right in front of them, and turned. I was going to the bank, which was a... But they searched, they searched your car on just a regular old traffic stop. Regular old traffic stop. Went did they ask car. you if they, if they could search? Uh, no, they didn't. They Interesting. proceeded to go straight forward, and so there I am. I'm sitting out to this is a joke, but, uh, you know, bottom line is I don't feel guilty. You shouldn't be. Then thanks. We gotta let you go, man. But the the phone's real, real bad. Uh, I mean, it's 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 kind of hard to understand him. You were holding your headphones to your head there a moment ago, yeah. Mark. Uh, so eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Just you know, the, these cops are on a fishing expedition with every car that they pull over. Yeah, and you can see that this is uh, this is a search being used as punishment. Uh, when they when they do a search, it's not like they have to put your stuff back. They just toss your car, and uh, you've got to, you're the one on the side of the road putting your your life back in order. There, um, you know, the the, the idea of uh, the the executive branch is that they can't execute a uh, a sentence. Immediately, but they use jail, threats of jail, mm-hmm. tossing your car, handcuffing you, putting in the back. All these things are punish in can be used as punishments. In some ways, they're not uh, certainly, but in some ways, they are. Were they Were they looking for anything? Did they have the right to go through this car? Uh, they didn't have any probable cause to go into this guy's car. Not, not from the story he told. No. Let's continue here with your calls. June is listening in Pennsylvania. June, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. June in Pennsylvania, going once. June in Pennsylvania, going twice. Let's try. Hello? Hello? June? Are you with us? June going once. That sounded like a June really bad twice. cell phone. You got a bad cell phone? Thanks for the call, June. Appreciate your try. You're welcome to maybe try us back here in a bit. Let's try instead George listening in California. George, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Yes, thank you for taking my call. First, I want to say that uh, this is shocking uh, information that you're putting out. Uh, you know, that famous quote, when you trade uh, liberty for security, you have neither. Yeah, was that Benjamin Franklin? deserve neither. It's, it's attributed to him. Yeah. I think it was uh, Thomas Jefferson. Okay. I think they both get but the attribution other, on that. Anyway, go ahead. There, there are other assaults going on on the general population that some people just brush aside. What I'm referring to is weather manipulation, the spraying of chemtrails. I know it sounds like a conspiracy theory. Yeah, it does. It sounds really head, crazy and crackpotty. Well, yeah, but look at the weather patterns that are going on in Mississippi. They had to release a spillway because of what the constant rain. Well, and, they were saying, hold on, the they were saying that, that, that there's been a there's been about nine hundred year storms in the last hundred years in the Mississippi River. Uh, so, I mean, that means that it's been coming along since before they had whatever weapon, uh, whatever weather manipulation, uh, you know, that they've had. So, are you suggesting well, that them spraying something from an airplane created the flooding and? In- 
Mississippi? I, I don't well, really get what you're let me, saying. Let me just give another example. I'm at the top of the Cajon Pass here in California, and these patterns that they're spraying today especially are the exact same patterns they sprayed two weeks ago. What this evidence do you have that they're spraying anything, sir? Well, uh, well, you know, you can go on uh, various sites and find information. The stuff's made by Monsanto. The government's admitted to it, uh, experimenting with the weather. Let me just quote, the, gov- the government that controls the weather will control the world. Thank you for the call tonight. So, appreciate hearing from you. I'm sorry. I just, the, the whole chemtrail thing, it's so frustrating to me because it's really just a bunch of conspiracy kooks uh, backing each other up on the Internet. Uh, the, I'm sorry. It's just. I would say that the government that controls the weather controls the world. The I would contrails. also say that likely the uh, government has tried to control the weather in many different ways. Have but, they been successful at it? Right. I, th- when you, every every time you see a contrail coming out of the back of an airplane, doesn't mean that the government's spraying you with something. Right. Yeah. Not at all. In fact, every time you see a helicopter, doesn't mean they're videotaping you. Right. And just because the contrails stay in the sky doesn't mean that they're chemicals. It means that there are certain weather patterns going on. Every time you see a dark SUV with blacked windows doesn't mean they're the man in black or dragging off an alien right 800-259-9231 it has to do with humidity uh, for instance and you're talking about ice crystals MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, bring up anything you want. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, so enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Features including the archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, they're right there on the front page of the website. You can click and download right there from the top of the page and click into the archive section and that'll take you all the way back to late 2006. All of it free at freetalklive.com. You can get your liberty message out and you can get it out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny a piece. How can you do it? You can do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They have hundreds and hundreds, believe me, there are hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty stay- sayings Excuse me, at libertystickers.com. You can check them out. Let your voice be heard. They are discounts for buying in bulk. You can sell them in your retail shop or flea market location or gun show booth, whatever. Libertystickers.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. And even if it just sounds like a crackpot conspiracy theory, you know, you're certainly welcome to bring it up. We're going to shoot it down, likely, uh, if you do. Well, we want ev- I want evidence. Right. We don't believe everything that you call and say. Uh, on this program. But just uh, before we go on with the calls, somebody called a moment ago. We've been talking throughout the night tonight about the police uh, raiding people's homes, killing uh, innocent people, adrenaline junkie cops, uh, talking also kind of about this Indiana court decision, Supreme Court, deciding that essentially, yeah, if the police do an illegal uh, search or an illegal raid uh, on your home, then you don't have the right to resist them. Even if it's an illegal raid, you don't have the right to resist them in any way, shape, or form. That's it's, what the Supreme it's contrary to modern jurisprudence and a modern interpretation of the, uh, the Fourth Amendment. I'd like to read the Fourth Amendment. The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unjust, excuse me, unreasonable searches and seizures. So even if the search or seizure is unreasonable, 
you've got the right to be secure, but the government will they'll, they'll go ahead and and they'll enforce that right. You don't need to do that, citizen. And uh, let's see, you shall not be violated, and no warrant shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affidavit. So then we get this guy calling in uh, about who sounds in the beginning of the call like he is in agreement with us. And then all of a sudden, I think he is. I think he might be. But uh, then all of a sudden goes off on this conspiracy theory tangent about uh, so-called chemtrails, which is the paranoid belief system that every time someone sees a contrail in the sky, that it's actually some sort of cloud of of evil chemicals, either designed to control the weather or to control your mind or something else or poison you or something like that. Well, in this case was Monsanto. Well, that's a new that's a new claim. And we'd never heard that one before, but. Well, he claimed Monsanto made the chemical, but it's the government that's uh, allegedly spraying it. And so it just goes to show how these conspiracy theories can completely uh, kind of bring down a reasonable discussion. They can they can completely whitewash a discussion about uh, concrete evidence. You know, we're talking about the police coming in and killing innocent people into people's homes. We're talking about the, the Supreme Court cases that are justifying these sorts of actions. And these are all very unquestionable facts. I mean, these things are happening. The 4.5 armed police SWAT team raids that happen in this country on a daily basis. That's a fact. That's a fact. The fact that police come in and they raid the wrong homes and they kill innocent people and they get away with it. I mean, it was just last week we were talking about the police burning down a house that they were uh, they were raided they were sur- surrounded a house because they thought there was some guy in it that was uh, escaping them for he was wanted for second degree murder in this case finally it wasn't a drug case uh, but the guy wasn't point in point of fact actually in the house they surrounded the house somebody else's house and for 24 hours i think they'd surrounded this house they fired in uh, can- canister after canister of uh, tear gas and caught the house on fire burned this family out of their home essentially and made it so that they don't have a home in which to live and then proceeded to do nothing to make good for that situation the family was wasn't wanted for murder they didn't know what was going on they end up just in a hotel because or in a motel because the red cross and some lo- a local church was willing to foot the bill to put them up not the police who actually were responsible for burning their house down I wonder if your insurance will even cover it if a uh, you know government agency sets your house on fire. But yet, despite all of that evidence that government does evil things, that there are they're hurting peaceful people and they're doing wrong and they're getting away with it. Despite all of that, s- some other people believe that the most important thing to talk about is their belief about what's coming out the back of that airplane up in the sky. I mean, it's just so far off. From concrete reality, I don't see how that can be persuasive to anyone. Right. Whether or not it's true, is it persuasive? Right. So let's continue with your phone calls here. 800-259-9231. Roger is listening to WGBF in Evansville, Indiana. Hello, Roger. Hey, how you doing? Hey, great. What's on your mind? Yeah, I got a, I got a BS in law enforcement at University of Evansville here in Indiana. I mm-hmm. spent four years as a security police officer in New Hampshire, Pease Air Force Base. <laughs> And uh, I'm back home in Indiana, and the Indiana Constitution, Article 1, Section 32, is a right to bear arms, and it says we can defend ourselves and the state. So it's like, I guess the Indiana Supreme Court must have missed that part of the Constitution. 
Well, uh, they, you can defend inter- yourself. So this is the problem with constitutions. Uh, constitutions are left to be interpreted in the hands of a small number of judges, Supreme Court judges. So therefore, our interpretation of the Constitution, yours and mine, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter the plain reading of the highest law in the land because there are men and women who are far our superiors who interpret it differently, and in their interpretation is the one that will be enforced by the you know the the law enforcement agents. And their interpretation almost always favors the state. I can't yeah, okay. almost always. And since laws are written as reasonable men should, would say and do, we need to use uh, Title Twenty Eight United States Code Service Section Four Fifty Five more often. What's that mean? It's disqualification of a judge, justice, or magistrate How's that for work? being prejudiced, biased, or uh, failing the reasonable man clause. How how are you going to use that? Well, when these judges keep making these rulings that are moronic and against unconstitutional, etc., we need to get them thrown off the bench. And how, how will you put, how, how would how you, you get them thrown off? I mean, I'm I, I'm not an, a political uh, expert. I don't know how the system exactly works. So, how would you propose doing that? Well, I'd say a federal lawsuit under the Title Twenty Eight for discrimination, conspiracy to obstruct justice. Uh, Neglecting I, to prevent a wrong. I hope some. I hope some lawyer picks picks it up because I sure don't have the hundred thousand dollars to uh, pay pay him to do it. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. But I'm just putting the word out. It's a, it's a real shame, you know, when when the the country's deteriorated to the point that we are expecting rich people who likely own the government and its politicians anyway to uh, you know to stop the growth of the government. It it's completely out of the hands of middle class and lower class people to do anything. Yeah, and I just I, I have to say I'm skeptical of these inside the court system solutions here. I mean, even if somebody did file a lawsuit like that, seems to me that odds are good they're just going to say, oh, "Sorry, you don't have any standing." Dismissed. Yeah, well, they did that to. Oh, I can't remember what the situation was, but uh, the U.S. Representative Ron Paul. I can't remember. He filed some lawsuit. I think it was in the late '90s, might have been the early aughts, um, and they <laughs> they dismissed his for no standing. Yeah, A U.S. Right representative. Thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I mean, I'm not trying to say don't do it. By all means, man, if, you, if you're if you a lawyer listening to this and and that suggestion sounded good uh, from Roger there, hey, let us know how it goes. It, go ahead, file the lawsuit, and then give us a call back and let us know if you actually get into court. Whether or not you win is another question, but let us know if it actually makes it to a hearing beyond the hearing to tell you that, uh, the, sorry, we're not going to take your case. Whoa, 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 we can't take this case. It's way too... Taking this case would jeopardize the power of the federal or state governments. We can't have that. I mean, we have to aggregate more power to us. We just can't be giving up our power. So 1-800-259-9231. You can bring up anything. Doug is listening in Abilene, Texas to KFNA-FM. Hello, Doug. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, Doug. Hello. You're on the air. Go ahead with your thoughts. Well, as I'm going to let you know, I am a uh, former Marine for 17 years and also worked in law enforcement for the past 15 years. Right. In the state of Texas, you have to have a search warrant before you go in. I've been on part of the, some of the right team type stuff, but in a different setting. I do think the, the man has some injustice done to the, to the Marine. I also understand kind of how the police go through through their deals, but it should be up to that judge to make sure that that warrant is served and served correctly and you know they they are at fault if they go in and kill an innocent man but if i was laying in bed 
somebody came at me in the dark, I would have no clue if it was a police. Exactly. Or if it was- it's a scary situation. If you want to hang on and tell us more, you're welcome to. More in a moment here. It's Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you'd like at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features for free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. The various features include our mobile site, so you can go to m.freetalklive.com to get quick access to our live streams and podcast. M, as in mobile, .freetalklive.com. Also, meds.freetalklive.com. If you're getting your medications, your prescription medications at a local pharmacy, you're likely paying more than you have to, a lot more than you have to. There's a better way. Discount Prescription Services will get your prescription medications at discounts as high as 70% off. And they'll deliver them right to your door. So if this is, you know, some kind of heart medication, blood pressure medication, uh, you know, the birth control medication, maybe, uh, you know, something anti-depression meds, any of those things, you can get them through meds.freetalklive.com and and save up to 70% off. All you have to do is go to that website. You can click become a member on the left-hand side of the page, or you can use the the, uh, telephone number that's there. They'll call you back in the morning if you call in the evening. Their customer service is excellent. They'll walk you through every step of the way. They'll use a third-party certification company to check and make sure that the meds that you order are, in fact, the meds that they that, that they say they are. And you'll save a lot of money. It's meds.freetalklive.com. Let's go back to Doug listening in Abilene, Texas, to KFNA-FM. Doug, are you with us? Yes, I am. All right, Doug, you said that you are, you're currently a police officer and you've been one for 15 years? No, I, I'm in the law enforcement. I have been a police officer, uh, and I have been in with the uh, right, so right you, teams and stuff like that. What do you I do? Work for te- I work for uh, corrections now. I see. So you're working in a jail? Oh, at a prison. Gotcha, prison. All right, so you were saying something about the judges and signing a warrant in regards to the police uh, raiding people's homes. Of course, yeah, this- that's, now that's how it's done here in Texas. I, I'm just saying I don't know how it's done in another state, and this is – first media that I've listened to in probably quite a while, so I haven't really been up to date on, on what's going on until I heard this. And it and it, it has it, it's upset me in two ways. One is a former Marine and another part of it is is the law enforcement doing something this that that, you know, is a total injustice to to that Marine and that Marine's family. Now, yeah, this is a, it's a tough scenario all around. Now, I don't know how, how they got the information that they was so, that they should raid this house, but some but a police officer brought this information to a judge. Now, mm. I, I don't know how many uh, warrants get kicked back at cops in America, but I don't think it's too many from the uh, stories that I read all over. It seems like judges have just become rubber, rubber stamps, stamps for uh, for you know the requ- requests for warrants, and I can understand why they choose to arm police to go in and do these these raids if that's what they're going to do i can understand why they'd shoot somebody who comes out with an ar-15 but the problem is is the drug war in its entirety if 
they wouldn't have been able to ask for the warrant, then none of this would have happened. A man should right. be able to do what a man wants to do inside of his house as long as he doesn't hurt somebody else. Don't you agree with that? Well, I agree to it somewhat because anything illegal and, and, and the use of illegal drugs in America as a whole, especially in the state of Texas, is, is where all our crime is, is coming from. And, and it's well, actually, that's not a true statement. That's not a true statement. I work in that type of facility where, where drugs, a lot of these people, they do drugs and they, you know, they rob and they're stealing, they're breaking in people's homes, they're your, doing all that. Your statement isn't bad. quite accurate, however, because the crime comes not from using drugs, but because the drugs they use are prohibited. Because the drugs they use, because they are prohibited, are so expensive that these people that are addicted to them need to do whatever it takes, meaning robberies and sticking people up and holding up convenience stores or whatever to get cash in order to where they can purchase the drugs that they're looking for or steal stuff and then pawn it or steal stuff and give the stuff directly to the dealer to get a hit. The, so it's really an extension of prohibition. It's the fact that these drugs are oh, illegal. Yeah, I, yeah I, and, I, and I believe that. I don't, I don't really believe that drugs should be legal. I, I think, you know, we've got to do something, but we also got to do something as law enforcement to, you know, you have to be, to me, always announce yourself that you're going in, that you are. And and the resistance part of it is 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 for that that person's protection. If you don't resist, you won't get hurt. Or you, <laughs> should, you should you shouldn't. You know, I'm saying you shouldn't well, if you don't resist. So, but, what if you've got a criminal gang uh, that's not the police that is calling themselves the police? What do you do in that case as a homeowner? Oh, as we'll see. And that's what I'm saying. You you know, if you had somebody opposing as that. Oh, you know, I mean, that would be a tough situation. Yeah, right. it sure would. Well, it's it's a common you, situation. I don't know if you, you're you familiar with the guys. I don't know if, you know what level of contact you have with the prisoners at the prison, but I'm sure you know that when they, you know, they play games with each other, that they... Oh, yeah, it's the con games and all that, yeah. It's and, common. And if somebody opposes as a police, oh, I mean, you know, if you're doing what you're supposed to do, then you're... You're hurting yourself and hurting your family because they're just going to take over and do whatever they so want. So can't you see how, Doug, in that case, so you're making sense on that one, but can you see how it is that because these drug raids are happening all over the place, it puts everybody in danger? I mean, because you don't know if you're dealing with the police or you know another criminal gang that's pretending to be the police. Oh, I, I, I can see how it puts a lot of people. It puts innocent. It's the collateral damage, you know, the same thing in the military. You, you know, you're trying to avoid all the collateral damage. Well, but wouldn't it make sense to end this in wouldn't, Doug, wouldn't it make sense to just end the insane war on drugs so that way the only raids that are happening by the police are raids on actual violent criminals holed up in their house? Well, I mean, I can agree to that somewhat. Okay. I, I think the drugs, I think what it is is not so much as what the police, if, if you catch somebody with drugs, you bust them. If you, you know, chasing them down and trying to say, okay, he was, I think they went to this house or went to this house. You had to gain good intelligence, good intelligence is, well, and, and sureness is, is going to keep you from having that collateral damage that, that you could pose on something like that. John, but, here's, here's know, one more point that I'd like to, I'd like to point out, um, that, right. you know, the, when, as a police officer, you know, when you grab a car thief, that car thieves, uh, thieveries in town, they go down. There's fewer car thieveries. Oh, well, that guy was stealing cars all the time, taking them to the chop shop and making all kinds of money, and that's how he was making his money. When you put him in jail, car thief, uh, thefts go down. 
So, but mm-hmm. when you when you lock up a drug dealer, all you do is create a an opportunity for the next drug dealer to step in line. They've been trying to fight the war on drugs now for uh, upwards of a uh, hundred years in this uh, in this country. All these things used to be legal um, at at some point or another. The war on drugs really is more like since the nineteen sixties. Fine, they were still illegal uh, back in the you know they started in the thirties with uh, marijuana and, and, and alcohol yeah. even farther back than that. Um, but you know that it's that the war isn't winnable that um you're you're saying to get good intelligence and i agree with you that you should you know as a police officer you should have uh, firm information but that it doesn't matter that the fight is not winnable and if the fight isn't winnable then it's just taking taxpayer money i mean you know that most of those guys um in prison are either in there trying to get drugs from tr- uh, for an act that they were doing trying to get drugs or for possessing the drugs themselves just think oh, of the oh, savings oh, to yeah, the taxpayer. Probably the, probably the largest percentage of them. Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, and I, but I work at one now that we treat those those type offenders who who have drug and alcohol, and we have a pretty good success rate of getting them back because we don't only just treat what the drug is or whatever; it's more the behavior that that's the. And a lot of the behavior modification is what what we try to treat now, and I do see some some positive in that, but. But in Illinois, there uh, to me, they just need better laws to protect in your community. Because if you can just allow anybody to come in your house at any time with unannounced and and make a raid, regardless of police or gang members, you know, you should have that right to protect yourself and your family. Thanks for the call tonight, Doug. Appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred. Indiana. What's that? He said it was Illinois. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Yeah, Indiana, but. Regardless, as you said, neighboring states, they both begin with eyes. But as you said, Mark, the Supreme Court case from Indiana that says that you don't have the right to resist an illegal police search or raid of your home, uh, that that it can be used as some level of precedent in in Illinois and other places. Sure. Good. All right. So 800-259-9231. You can uh, take control of the airwaves. And so, you know, a little bit of agreement there uh, from Doug, because this it's really prohibition that is the problem. And, and so he admitted there that the majority of the people in his prison are there for drug related so-called crimes, that many of them are just there for dealing or, or you know, possession or growing pot or, or whatever. Well, <laughs> um, large scale possession. Uh, you know, you're talking about this is prison. This isn't jail anymore. I mean, you're talking about people who's who are you know possessing or armed uh we just had a a, somebody who was looking at uh, seven years in prison because he had 33 plants most people don't get the max man well, it 33 all plants. 33 plants will get you sent up the road. Sovereign though. Curtis depends passed the... a joint to somebody, and he's being charged with, uh, what is it, distributing or something like that? A felony charge yeah. looking at three to seven years in prison. It's, I, would you like to bet that he doesn't go to prison? I don't care, Mark. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter to I'm me. I'm only talking about the people who are in prison, not what people are threatened with um, in order to keep them from doing whatever. 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. What about the three strikes rule out in California? You can take control of the airwaves, bring up anything here. Hour 3 is next. This is Free Talk Live. Are you ready to explore New Hampshire, meet more than a thousand freedom-loving friends, and experience the free market in action? You can do all of these things and more at the Free State Project's 2011 Porcupine Freedom Festival at Rogers Campground in beautiful Lancaster, New Hampshire. Porkfest has games, hikes, live music, dance parties, fun activities for kids, and even state-free weddings. And of course, Porkfest features the famous Agora Valley, where the free market thrives. You won't want to miss speakers like Stefan Molyneux and J. Neil Shulman, 
But the best part of Porkfest is being surrounded by more than a thousand like-minded, freedom-loving friends. The fun begins on June 20th, 2011, and doesn't stop until the 26th. Porkfest 2011 is the biggest liberty-oriented event in the world. This year, you can be a part of it. Don't miss out. Visit Porkfest.com today. That's P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Use coupon code FREETALKLIVE, all one word, for 20% off. This is Free Talk Live, launching into the third hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. As always, you can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything you like. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. Main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content. Find another talk show that uh, allows you to actually control the stuff that's on the front page of their website. You can actually find something online that you think is interesting, like a YouTube video or blog post or news item. Submit it to our site as show prep. It then shows up and other listeners can vote as to whether they like or dislike it. You get to vote on things as well. And the most liked make it to the front page and the top of the site. So get over there and get get interactive over at freetalklive.com as we continue with you and your phone calls about what you want. Let's talk to Tom listening in Georgia. Tom, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Tom is gone, perhaps. Sounds like, like he hung, hung up, up right Let's then. try Joshua listening in Alabama in Huntsville to WBHP. Hello, Joshua. Joshua in Alabama. Hello. Hey, you're on Hello, the air. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Um, I'd first like to tell you uh, thanks for having me on the show. But uh, I, I'm a convicted felon for drug charges myself. Sorry to hear that. And um, that... The, this is really where all of the problem is coming from, is from the drug war. Just like you said, yep. I've never heard anybody else uh, bring that point up. But this is really where it's all, all stemming from, is from the drug war. In 1971, the people had, uh, we were declared war on by our own government, and we failed to realize it. We have the power to take care of it ourselves by completely from our, from our government. They failed to do so because of propaganda against drugs, false information about drugs. I don't. I, I missed what you said about what we can do. You kind of broke up in a, for a moment okay, there. Okay. Uh, uh, we all have the power. And it hasn't gotten any better. <laughs> Tell you what, we'll put you back on hold. Maybe uh, you better get a better sell here in a moment. Let's. Uh, I, I do agree with what I did understand of what yes, he everything said. Everything I've heard, I uh, you know, get no problem. Yeah, with. prohibition is the problem. The drug war is a huge issue. It is a war against you and I. It is a you know, war against our friends and our family members. One point I wish I would have made to John, the uh, correctional officer, former police officer, former Marine. Was Doug, but anyway. Doug? I'm, I'm sorry, I've got the name wrong. Excuse right. me. Um, I wish I would have made this point was... You know, he knows as a correctional officer, they can't keep drugs out of their prisons. Mm, yeah. How in the world are they expecting to keep drugs out of the nation? I mean, it's impossible. It's a, it's a complete losing war. All it is is throwing money at a situation and hoping that uh, hoping that you'll I don't know what they're hoping. It's, it's, it's more just than saying that. drugs it's, are bad. That's all they're saying. Yeah. Well, it's more than just throwing money at something because all the for all the money they're spending, as you say, they're losing. But in addition, they're throwing lives away as well. You've got innocent people being murdered, uh, shot by the police. You've got the cops killing family dogs. You've got you know the constant threat 
of violence against anybody that has a plant in their pocket or, or a chemical that they prefer. Uh, and there's all kinds of damage that is done by this uh, this war on drugs, not to mention the destruction of the right to privacy. Uh, we were talking about the Fourth Amendment earlier tonight. The Fourth Amendment has been whittled away at because of the war on drugs. To the point that there really isn't a Fourth Amendment any longer after Indiana's uh, uh, Supreme Court says that there's no right to resist unlawful police entry at home, then, I mean, wh- where is the Fourth Amendment? I'd Let's say it's gone. Continue here with your calls. Thomas is listening to Charleston, South Carolina's WSCFM. Hello, uh, Thomas. Yes, um, I was just pointing out before that uh, I think if you get busted for simple possession or something like that, they should just take your drugs and let you go on down the road. But there is a big thing. We have to keep these drugs away from kids, and that's the main thing. And they really need to come down hard on people who have drugs around kids. Well, Thomas, um, which drugs are you talking about? Are you talking about people that drink beer around their kids? No, well, I, I don't know if I go that far, but marijuana, cocaine. Marijuana? Marijuana like around your kids? I mean, marijuana is far less da- dangerous than alcohol. Have you ever heard of anybody uh, getting stoned and beating their kids? Because I've heard of people getting drunk and beating their kids. Not very often. Yeah, the, the fact is, I, you know, I understand where you're coming from, this hypervigilance that, uh, that surrounds kids. I've got a three-year-old. I get it. But the fact is that consuming mind-altering substance is an extraordinarily human act. It's, it's a matter of fact, it's a, it's a creature act because you can watch birds, you can watch mammals, you can watch all kinds of things alter their mental states in nature. And this is just things that people want to do. And if, I'm, if my kid's going to drink, and there's a remarkable chance that my kid is going to drink. I don't want some 14-year-old pimply-faced punk teaching him how to do it. I want to be able to teach him how to do it, you know, a little bit of wine with a meal, maybe a little bit of beer with pizza as he grows up so that he understands this important act. And, you know, I, 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 I find it to be really weird, the idea that I would give my son uh, marijuana. I can't see that occurring in real life. But, yeah. you know, it's probably going to try it. When you, look at, when you look at the way things are in this world, the chances are better that my son's going to try marijuana than he's not. 14 years from now, Mark, you'll, be ha- you'll have to face that one. <laughs> it's, it's a reality, yeah, yeah, right? I mean, uh, well, I tried just about everything in my lifetime when I was younger yeah. and when I was uh, a teenager and everything. And um, I was heavily influenced by, by when I was a teenager, but... Uh, it doesn't really do the society too good, but I do not see why they have to go and bust and make such a big deal about some guy with a bag of grass in his car and put him in jail and and, and uh, waste the taxpayers' money. And like that other caller was saying, I know somebody that the state of South Carolina put him through $15,000 worth of uh, training to become a prison guard, and she worked at the prison for about six months. And they let her go because she wouldn't go with the flow and go with the way, which was allowing drugs into the prison. Wow. Thanks for the call tonight, Thomas. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line saying that she wasn't allowed to work there because she wasn't willing to look the other way about drugs. 
You know, I, I was in prison myself for nine years. Um, I worked uh, as the staff canteen operator. I got to see both sides of things, the officer side of things, the inmate side of things. And, you know, certainly some I, I it, it wasn't that way at the, the prison I was at. There's no no way that the, uh, the 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 management of the prison was complicit in bringing stuff in. But I'm certain that's true in some prisons. And, um, you know, I know that officers were bringing drugs in. Sure, they were. Gene, the Christian anarchist, calling from Tennessee. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, go Ron Paul. Hey, yeah, he's back at it and doing a great job. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, um, I wanted to talk about cops since you were talking about cops earlier. All right, go ahead. And uh, I posted actually a story on the bulletin board about uh, some cops in China that shot some hotel employees and they wound up getting arrested. Uh, the cops were arrested? A differently over there in that communist red china yeah it's they it's, actually put their cops away when they shoot people it, well, wow. I, I suppose it happens here in the united states too but it's very interesting to juxtapose red china with god bless america and to see how tyrannical the united states is becoming over time and how china is becoming more free you know, I mean, I'm not saying that China is as free as the United States. I don't think that no, the uh, numbers bear that out, but it's interesting to look at. Well, uh, of course, as you guys know, but probably your, many of your listeners don't, I've been going to China for 17 years since I married my wife. And uh, we were just there in December, and we're going there again in about three weeks. But uh, last trip, when I was there in December, we talked with uh, one of the I asked the taxi driver, had my wife ask him about the high-speed chases in China. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that they high-speed chases in China uh, have been outlawed because uh, wow. they had a few major accidents where some people got killed. And uh, also the taxi driver said, well, the police cars aren't that fast anyway. They really can't catch any of these uh, private cars because, you know, the private cars are BMWs and stuff like that, and the police are driving these these clunky old things they can't catch anybody anyway so uh, they, so they've outlawed high speed chases which i think is a smart thing to do because those really put other people in danger and they're negligible as far as how successful they are in actually bringing somebody to justice i mean it would make more sense if you're going to chase somebody to do it through the air with a helicopter and or something it's it's not like i feel like i'm in danger in china either so uh None of these things are needed in our country. Gene, thanks for the call and the thoughts. Appreciate hearing from me. Nice to have you back on the phones. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything you want. The live Saturday edition of Free Talk Live. More of your calls and your thoughts coming up. 800-259-9231. As a smoker, you know traditional cigarettes are unhealthy, and the taxes be the very beast stealing your freedom to smoke. That's why the Vapor Station offers an assortment of electronic cigarette kits. Each rechargeable, refillable kit is an effective, affordable alternative to smoking. No combustion, no tar, no foul, lingering odors, and no smoke, secondhand or otherwise. Just inhale pure enjoyment and exhale vapor. Take a puff just about anywhere without getting hassled. Get your e-cigarette kit now at VaporStation.com. Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You are invited to take control of the airwaves, bring up whatever you want. 800-259-9231. A conversation about police raids on people's homes, killing innocent human beings, peaceful people. This conversation has morphed into a discussion of how it is that uh, it is completely legal 
uh, for the police to do these things and illegal for you to resist in any way, according to a recent Supreme Court decision in Indiana. Even if it's determined that the police's raid was illegal, it's still illegal for you to resist them. Uh, plus, uh, it's now kind of turned into a conversation about prohibition in general and how just an awful blight on humanity that prohibition is. And uh, it's too bad nobody really learned their lesson after the first prohibition of alcohol in the 20th century. They went on and prohibited all other manner of mind-altering substances. And, of course, it's been an abject failure from every single metric that uh, you can possibly look at. 1-800-259-9231. If you're about sick and tired of prohibition, then there's really... Not much that you can do besides beg the politicians where you are to end it. And that hasn't worked very well in most cases. So maybe you want to try a different tactic. One that is a little more unusual. Like getting together with other like-minded, liberty-oriented people. People that understand what liberty is all about. Not just on the one issue of prohibition, but liberty across the board. Understanding that in order to live free, you have to allow others to live free as well. That to be free means that you get to choose for yourself how to live your life and spend your money and save it and give it away. And, and how whatever you want to do, as long as you're not harming anybody else, as long as you're not aggressing against other peaceful people. You can go to Porkfest.com to learn about the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which is being put on by the Free State Project. Now, the reason why Mark and I are here in New Hampshire is because of the Free State Project. We're originally from the Sarasota-Bradenton, Florida area. Yep. And uh, we made the move about uh, late 2006 in uh, Labor Day weekend of 2006 and uh, for the Free State Project, which is a movement of liberty-oriented people all converging into the same place. If you saw Ron Paul speaking from Exeter, New Hampshire a few day, uh, yesterday, I think it was, as he announced his uh, presidential candidacy, he was speaking in front of a crowd of people that uh, included people who are here for the Free State Project. In fact, uh, one of the uh, the big-time Free Staters, uh, Chris Lawless, was right up there on the stage with Ron Paul. Ron Paul even gave, gave him a shout-out, as a matter of fact. <laughs> um, and that's because the Free Staters, the liberty lovers that have come here to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, have become a major influence uh, up here already, even early on. And we are really early on in the Free State Project. There's We've only been here for four years, Mark. It's really only been going on here in New Hampshire for maybe five or six. And it just keeps getting better year after year as new people move in here. Uh, I think we're up to about 900 people that are here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. And there are over 10,800 people that are pledged to make the move to New Hampshire at some point in the uh, in the future to get active for liberty. And you can join us and join them over at freestateproject.org. And also, come up for the Porcupine Freedom Festival this June 20th through the 26th. It's a great excuse to come up and meet the very people that you hear so much about on this program, whether they be the people involved in the politics or maybe you're excited by the civil disobedience that's happening up here. All of those folks, for the most part, will be at, with few exceptions, will be at the Porcupine Freedom Festival. It is a huge gathering of liberty-minded people up at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. All kinds of activities, everything from family fun to more adult parties, uh, agorism in action, live performances. Porkfest has something for everyone who loves freedom. Go to porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com to get registered and use our discount code, which is Live. Just run that all together as one word and you'll save 20% on your registration. That's porkfest.com. And we're going to be there broadcasting live throughout the entire event. So look forward to seeing you there as we continue with your phone calls. We've got David listening in Rehoboth Beach to WGMD-FM. David, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. David? Can I mention uh, uh, comments about two high school school incidences this week? Sure. What happened? 
Okay. Um, I don't know if you've heard that there was a uh, there was a senior at a uh, school in Connecticut. It was a private school who uh, apparently wanted to invite a female friend to go to the uh, prom this year, and he decided, and his name was James Tate, James Tate, he decided to go ahead and put some big signs on the entrance to this school. That happened in early April sometime, and he was suspended. What were the signs regarding? The signs simply said that I would like you, um, his, his girlfriend, whoever her name was, to go to the prom with me. That's all he did. Oh, that's kind of cute. And yeah, well, they he, sh- what they should he, have done he, is... That he, was, of- he was suspended, and then because of 200,000 hits on the Internet about this, the school has um, uh, rescinded the suspension, and because of the suspensions, incidentally, he wouldn't be able to attend the prom, but now he's able to attend the prom. Nah. Well, that's good to that, hear. It's that, nice to hear a little bit of uh, pressure actually applied to these government absolutely. agencies and, and actually made a difference. There's, there's another one, though, that's in the works right now. In Severna Park, Maryland, a uh, suburban community between Baltimore and Washington, about five days ago, there was a lacrosse player team which was going to a, um, uh, a lacrosse team, a, a lacrosse game, and they boarded the bus with all their gear and everything else. And um, for some reason, uh, somebody in the administration at the school, and this was a public school, decided to look at all their, uh, all the students' uh, backpacks and, uh, and, and so forth. And Could have been a suicide the, bomber in there. Uh, not really. But <laughs> in one of the students' pa- uh, uh, packs was found a pocket knife, and in another student's mm. uh, pack was a lighter. Now, it has come out that both of these items, I don't know if you're familiar with lacrosse. I am not either, but I have found out that both a lighter and a knife, a pen knife, are used to uh, help to restring the um, lacrosse um, uh, Hmm. equipment. Makes sense. And that's exactly what they did because um, there was no facility at the school to help these students. um, Did the kids uh, get in trouble, though? Uh, they were suspended. Wow. Zero, were zero suspended. tolerance. Yes. I don't know what's going to happen with this one, but that's in Severna Park, so Maryland. This is, this is fresh news, then? This just happened recently? Uh, about four or five days ago, yes. Thanks for the heads up, Dan. I appreciate and your it, call tonight at 800-259-9231. We've, we've definitely talked about zero tolerance in the past on this program, and it's just crazy. They will do – they will suspend – kindergartners for bringing a butter knife uh into the you know to the lunch hall there's been instances where kids have uh, received suspensions for aspirin ha- having yeah <laughs> aspirin uh toy guns and i don't mean a gun you hold in your hand but the gun that an action figure would hold in its mm. hand um situations where you know uh, a boy scout an eagle scout is suspended for having a small like uh, three and a half inch blade in a kit uh, a, first you know, aid a, kit. A, rescue, a first aid kit in his car. Yeah, I mean, like insane stuff. Uh, yep. You know, this is this is what we subject our kids to. Well, I wouldn't do it if I were you, and you're not going to do it for Jack, right? I'm not going to do it for mine. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. We continue here. You can bring up anything you like. John is listening in Myrtle Beach. John, you're listening to WRN. I, um, I just Hello. I just wanted to say that um, I agree. Um, that the police are definitely getting out of hand with excessive force. Um, It seems that our rights are being stripped away more and more. 
um, as we go along and little by little, um, this is happening. And that's why it's uh, probably not being noticed as much by the general public, but eventually we're going to wind up um, completely uh, under the control of the government. Yep, they're going to they're gonna notice right. when the... You're absolutely right, and thanks for the call. They're going to notice when the checkpoints start getting set up uh, more often in more places and when the police start doing house-to-house searches. They'll notice then. Of course, by then it'll be too late. It's Free Talk Live. Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com. Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site completely free, so enjoy those on us. Uh, Once again, that is freetalklive.com. And there are different ways for you to support the show over at freetalklive.com. Because we give you the website for free, you know, those costs do have to be covered in some ways, but we kind of front the the bill and then hope that down the line some of our listeners will find it. I find our website good enough to where they'll help us out a little bit by shopping with us over at shop.freetalklive.com. When you go to shop.freetalklive.com, you'll see some links to Amazon. You enter Amazon through one of those links. You probably want to pick the U.S. one if you're in the U.S. or Canada or Germany or U.K. There are also links for you there. Uh, But you go into Amazon through that link, and then Free Talk Live gets a portion of the purchase price of whatever it is that you're buying at Amazon. It's the same Amazon with the same free Super Saver shipping deals on a lot of their brand new items. Even used items you can purchase through Amazon. Dozens of categories and hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of items. They've got a lot of stuff. Go and get your shopping done at shop.freetalklive.com. Now, Amazon doesn't take Bitcoins yet, but Bitcoins are an up-and-coming alternative currency. In fact, they're the the only digital, anonymous, peer-to-peer currency that i am aware of and they've been skyrocketing in value over the last two months like insane it just keeps going up since we started talking about bitcoin uh officially on this show it's probably it's gone from two, like two dollars to ten dollars yeah. per bit per per bitcoin it's unit. quadrupled in value and it quadrupled in value before that like the month before that uh, anyway tell me more about bitcoin yeah, if you're tired of watching the do- the value of the dollar plummet and you're tired of banks charging you fees, and you want to take back control of your own money, take a look at Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the world's first decentralized, anonymous internet currency, and it's gaining popularity every day. It's free to use, free to accept, and free from inflation forever. Can't say that about the dollar. You can use Bitcoins anywhere in the world, and their value seems to be only growing with time. To learn more, visit weusecoins.org. It's weusecoins.org. If they continue to grow in value the way they have been over the past couple of weeks, whatever you put in now will double inside of two weeks. Weusecoins.org. If they continue. I I only said if. I I can't make any guarantees. We have no idea what's going to happen with Bitcoin. I mean, it's brand new. It's fascinating. And it's working. Apparently, it's working very well. So it was weusecoins.org, correct? Weusecoins.org. All right. So our number here tonight, 800-259-9231, as we continue uh, 
taking your phone calls about what you'd like. Let's talk to Jim in Rio Grande, New Jersey, listening to WGMD in Delaware. Uh, Jim, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight, Jim? I enjoy your program. Welcome, sir. What's on your mind? Go ahead. We've got a big problem in Cape May County. What's that? Uh, my son's a commercial fisherman. And he was out on the ocean over 328 days last year. <clears throat> well, they got an outfit here called DIFAS, the Division of Youth and Family Services. Oh, boy. Well, all of a sudden, they show up at my, uh, at my son's missus' door. And they said, um, we have a report that you're an unfit mother. And um, you have to hand the baby over to us. Wow. And uh, you've got to take 36 weeks of classes. <laughs> and if you, after you pass the 36 weeks of classes, you can get your baby back. And she says, well, why am I unfit? You see, she suffers from OCS, which means she's a, a very clean, neat person. And they said, well, it's, uh, they, we have an anonymous tip uh, that this is a uh, – a, uh, an animal house, drug parties going on here all the time, uh, and uh, pot and being smoked in front of this uh, with the with a child in the house, and so therefore that gives us the right to take them. And she said, "Wait a minute, wait a minute. Can I take a test? I mean, you know." Well, anyway, they said, "Listen, right now we're going to come in and search your house from top to bottom, and Jeez. you got to let us." They searched that house. They tore it apart closets, every drawer, under mattresses, the whole 10 yards, not one thing. She told him, she says, look, a retired Superior Court judge lives right behind us. He's in a two-story house. He looks right over the right over our fence, into our yard all the time. Please go ask him. You know, he comments to everybody about what nice neighbors we are. So anyway, they said, well, look, this per- the anonymous person said that their, the little boy has set several house fires. She said, what? He, he's just turned three years old. <laughs> the anonymous tipster thought that he was seven or eight because of his size. Wow. He is. He's big for his age. That's big. Three-year-old, it looks like a seven or eight-year-old. Yeah, he is. He is. He's a big boy. She said, please call the fire department. She said, oh, don't worry. We do that next. Well, they said, Hand, give us the child. So hold and on just said, a well, second. They, they don't call and verify any of the accusations that they can verify before they come and shake down this person's house? I mean, you'd no. think that they'd, they'd test that. You'd think they would call the police department and verify it. Well, they, they held her. And then they they sent somebody to the police department, and the police department says, well, wait a minute. There's never been any fires there. They've been living there for four years, and we've never been called for any kind of complaint. It's not a drug house, or we would know about it, because this is a very small community. Mm-hmm. The people came back, the Dreyfus people came back and said, it doesn't matter. The complaint was filed. You got to do the 30, 36 weeks hand us the baby. She said, as you can see, the baby's not here. He's with, he's with his grandfather. Hmm. That was me. I wouldn't have told them that. <laughs> I, that I wouldn't have told me. them that. I happened to have been on the road. She called me. I said, okay, well, guess what? 
I just crossed over into Delaware, and I'm not coming back into New Jersey. And she said, don't. Good for you. They said if I didn't bring the baby back, they were going to file kidnapping charges on me because technically the state of New Jersey now owned that child. Wow. I'll tell I you, the state, the state believes it owns every child already. Yeah. I said, get me somebody on the phone. I talked to two different supervisors. They told me that's how it is now. I said, look, you're, you're taking the word from somebody anonymously. And now you know that the person lied to you and you still say we got to hand the baby over. I said, it ain't never going to happen. Good for you. man. Come and get me, lock me up. And guess what? I just switched my vehicle with a friend, and I'm going to go switch it with another friend, and I'm going to keep switching until I get across the United States, and you ain't never going to find me. you got to stop this crap. Good for you, brother. I appreciate the call and the story. Good luck out there. It's horrifying, and it's not uncommon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, we get calls like this all the time, and people say, well, we got to have CPS to protect the children against terrible parents. You know, I mean, it seems to me like the terrible parents get to keep their kids, and the CPS spends a lot of time going after people who aren't terrible parents. I don't know. That's just my experience. That's just what I see. I, I mean, I you're talking care. about taking... I don't care if they actually do the right thing sometimes and, and, and separate kids from bad parents. It's all the times that they've hurt people and destroyed families who have not ever done anything wrong. There's so many stories like that that it's just it's despicable what these people are doing. By the way, if I may suggest... And by the way, Jim did the right thing as far as I'm concerned, not... Uh, going and, and yeah, jumping to these, to these people, these bureaucrats making these demands, these kidnappers. It, no, it had to be. A, you know, it, that's that's a ballsy thing to do, though. Yeah. I mean, in, the, in the face of a kidnapping threat, uh, but good on him for doing it. And I don't know what the situation was when his son opened that door. Maybe they had the cops out there. They likely did if they were demanding the kid at that time. And that can be very intimidating to people. But in no way, shape, or form does it benefit you to give information to these people. I mean, for instance, if the if the son or daughter hadn't said, "Oh yeah, our son's with the with granddad," then they wouldn't have known where he is at that point. And if they wouldn't have answered the door, then they wouldn't have gotten any information out of them. So I I, I can't, you know, I'm not a lawyer, but I wouldn't recommend talking to these people. Right? People will say that uh, we need CPS. That uh, you know, sure they make some mistakes. They'd never defend one guy who makes some kind of terrible mistake in his life, whether it's rape or murder or something like that. They'll defend an organization that does does it time after time. More coming up. Free talk live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 90 talk radio stations from coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our 90 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain. Enough time for you and your thoughts. If you are on the line, if you are not, well, call us back another night because we are, or call us another night because we do this thing six nights a week, Monday through Saturday 
And as we mentioned before, if you don't get it all six nights, then call your local radio station and ask them why. Actually, if you do get it a little bit, maybe like just the Saturday night show, call them and thank them for airing the Saturday show. And then ask Real Nice Like to uh, get more of our weekday program because we do this thing all the time. And if you've missed a moment, you can always go and grab them over at freetalklive.com via the archives, the podcast, etc. All of it's free, of course, over at freetalklive.com. This program brought to you by SACL CAI. Do you have a company that needs to try something new in the area of accounts receivable? SACL CAI does collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged off receivables. They know that how they treat your customer reflects on you and their employees are trained in re- resolving issues for your customers and treating them with respect. You can know that your business is being handled properly with SACL CAI. And if you have any questions, everything's recorded. SACL CAI. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com. It's top on the right-hand side of the page. All right. So let's continue with your phone calls here. Scott listening in West Virginia to WVTS in Charleston. Scott, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, fellas. Hey, Scott. That, uh, that last caller, I tell you, that one, that one really rubbed me the wrong way. I don't want to be off topic, but I want to say something about that real quick. There is no off topic on this show, sir. It's Free Talk Live, so say whatever you want. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I've seen the uh, child uh, CPS or child procurement services, as I like to call them, <laughs> around here. Uh, I had a friend of mine that was – I was managing some rental property for this, this bunch, and uh, – they had they were tenants in one of the houses that I was and I happened to be there. This was a winter day, and I was over there working on the heat and trying to get him, them going. And uh, CPS worker shows up with his kid. Well, I've known this cat for years. I mean, good good people. You've you know? known the the worker or the tenant? No, 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 the tenant. Got I've it. known him for years. I was the one working. Okay. And and anyway, so this CPS worker comes up there, and she demands to you know talk to the kids, and wants to talk to the talk to the parents, and talk to the kids alone without the parents. And I looked over and I said, no, I don't think you better do that. And she goes, Who are you? And I said, Doesn't matter who I am, ma'am. I said, Let me tell you something. I said, One, this man is not a ward of the state. His kids aren't wards of the states either. State either. Get off of my land. And. By God, she left. Wow. And she says, well, we'll be back. And I said, fine, we'll make, we, you know, we'll talk to them too. I said, but they've done nothing wrong. Get off, get off of here. Yeah, come get on out. back. I'll have a video camera for you next time, lady. That's, That's right. what you need That's every right. every time. You need a video camera if you're dealing with these people. That's right. And and what I, actually the topic I did call about was uh, uh, there was a call earlier about zero tolerance. And as far as I'm concerned about zero tolerance, it ought to be uh, zero, zero intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> when you deal with these people, but uh, I tell you, when I get around them, my IQ points drop sharply, so I have a tendency to stay away from them. <laughs> Great call tonight. But, Thanks, uh, Scott. Appreciate but, hearing from me, man. Let's talk to uh, Ethan, listening in Charleston, South Carolina, to WSCFM. Hello, Ethan. Hey, how's it going? Hey, what's on your mind today? I'm doing great. I just wanted to call in today and talk about Facebook. I just, you know, it's the elephant in the room no one really talks about, but I think it's highly hypocritical that, you know, Facebook is over there spreading democracy and freedom in the Middle East with all these wars and problems, yet if Americans like us try to organize ideas like this on Facebook, we face censorship. You've been censored? Yes, absolutely. I certain wars. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get involved or talk about what wars, but um Middle Eastern wars I was putting pictures up. Anyone who was doing things like me, it was a incursion they did in the summer um when colleges weren't in. We tried to, you know, everybody on Facebook tried to put, you know, the word out and they deleted every one of our profiles. 
And, and what was this in regards to? What 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 were you trying to, to put tell the, you the word truth, on? It was the uh, I, and I'm not trying to get in the middle of this. I I think that everyone needs to stop fighting. But it was about Gaza and Israel. So you and, were trying um, to everyone, spread some sort of word about Gaza on Facebook, and you believe yes. that you were targeted for this? I, no, they they did. They, their vague terms and conditions policy was very, uh, you know, it said that was the reason that they deleted my profile. I wrote them a letter saying I wanted it reinstated or deleted off of their servers, and um, I let everyone know to do that, and they brought them back the last day of the incursion when Israel pulled out of Palestine. Everybody's profiles were reinstated. Very bizarre. And it's not, it can't be a coincidence if it's that. It, it, it just can't. And then Facebook, I'm sure you've heard about, you know, the, 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 those reports about companies, they say, and they have gotten people's personal information, even to the point where they have messaged people acting like others. And, I mean, on top of that, you know, it, there's a lot of technology I'm getting all over the place. Here, yeah, I noticed. The, the t- yeah. Technology is a uh, you know double-edged sword, of course. I, mean, I think you have far more to worry about uh, with the government losing your information than you do with uh, Facebook uh, propagating it. I, but no I, doubt. I mean, I, thanks, I, I'm not saying that, that, that it's not a concern, but you know, there's, there's bigger concerns. Ethan, thanks for the call. There's no doubt that there is a legitimate concern with the idea of these mega conglomerate corporation things yeah. using, uh, being used by the government, being used essentially as an information-gathering tool by the government. And if you're concerned at all about privacy, you probably shouldn't be on Facebook. I mean, if you are concerned about losing your information to the government, then you can better believe that Facebook is going to open themselves up like a book to the government whenever the government wants to uh, to get information uh, from them. All that said... I use Facebook. Free Talk Live is on Facebook. Facebook is an incredibly useful uh, activist organizing tool. We've got activism up here in New Hampshire where lots of things are being put together on Facebook and and off. There are other venues for it here, too. Uh, But Facebook is in a very important, I think, uh, tool in the activist repertoire. And as long as your account hasn't been shut down, if you find it useful, then I say keep at it. But just be aware that anything that you put there is certainly subject to being seen by the so-called authorities. Let's continue here with your phone calls. By the way, if you want to, go to uh, look up Free Talk Live, uh, find our page on Facebook, and click the like button, because sometimes we give away stuff on there, and we'd appreciate that. Yes, I do. All right, so let's continue here with your calls. Josh, listening in Mar- excuse me, Delaware to WGMD. Uh, Josh, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Mark. Hey. Josh, uh, um, you need to turn down turn your radio. Turn down the radio, otherwise you're going to be confused. Yeah. Okay. Um... I have two topics I really would like to talk about. We've got time for one. Pick one. Um, one is about school bullying. Now, a lot of the principals and school administrators say that they take bullying seriously, but really, they really don't. What do you mean? Um, well, I am a student at Georgetown Middle School, and I've been bullied uh, a lot of times, and a lot of the... Uh, school counselors and principals don't do anything about it. Really? So, like, you identify who the bully is, you go to the counselors or the principals, yes. and then nothing happens? Nothing happens. Why, I get, Why do you think that is? Yeah. Um, I really don't know. Um, they take bully, bullying not as seriously as they say they do. They say it. But they really don't do it. Do you think it's because maybe the bullies are, you know, like the son of uh, somebody that works for the school or maybe a... Uh, no. No? Um, I know a lot of them kids and um, a lot of them kids and one of them is, his name is Austin. 
and he always messes with people. But when we go down to the counselor, nothing happens to him. Wow. I'm sorry to hear about that. The only solution, I guess, is to get out of the uh, government school. Maybe you should talk to your parents about homeschooling or unschooling. That might be worth it for them to look into. And uh, thanks for the call tonight as we continue with Kevin listening. Because what else can you do? I mean, the government school system isn't going to change because you <laughs> it, ask them to. It takes a bunch of different types of people from different types of places, puts them together, and bullying happens. It happens. It happened to me. The only, it happens to everybody. The only real solution is to get the heck out of government school. Get your kids out of government schools. It happened to me, too, when I was in government school. And then I kind of uh, carried on the cycle of violence a little bit by doing my a little bit of bullying on my own when I got older. Yeah, yeah it ha- that, that that occurred for me, too. I, and, you know, it happened uh, when I at private school that I went to, too. I'm not a, not a fan of putting a bunch of kids the same age in a, in a classroom. It looks yeah. like Lord of the Flies the there. The terrible way to encourage people to be mature is by putting them people around others who are not mature either. Let's talk to Kevin listening in Indy to WXNT. Kevin, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Okay, quickly. Uh, in Indiana, all criminal assets seized are supposed to go in the general school fund. However, they've been going to small town courts, especially uh, small towns, to pay for judges' uh, pensions and uh, run the police force. The governor stepped in and said that's illegal. It won't go on. It's going to go in the general school fund. But my opinion is now in the state of Indiana, according to Charter, everyone has the right to a free education, but I don't believe in an educational system that's failed. And I shouldn't have to pay for other children's uh, to go to schools. What do you guys think? Uh, absolutely, the the whole idea that there's some sort of right to an education is is it you know it, it just suggests that there's a right to force people to provide some sort of a service to people, and of course the the way that's being paid for is by forcing property owners to pay into that system. Right. I mean, I've got a son; he's three years old. Uh, I'm teaching him right now. Every dollar they steal from me to educate their kids is a dollar they're taking from my son that I could be using to educate him. This isn't about educating. This is about putting money in the pockets of uh, other people and and middle class welfare. I mean, the people that most of the people that go go to these schools are not poor people and that's what everybody will fall back on when they talk about it uh, you know, we gotta education. go see you online in the meantime at freetalklive.com Have a great- you know the constitution like the back of your hand you've read books listened to podcasts attended lectures surfed websites and watched videos you've made liberty your life's goal but something seems to be missing stickers from LibertyStickers.com. Exercise your freedom of speech with the world's most dangerous bumper stickers. That's LibertyStickers.com. But wait. There's more. You can buy Liberty Stickers wholesale. Get them for 99 cents each when you put 100 or more in your shopping cart in any combination. Sell them or give them away. They're great for gun shows, flea markets, fairs, outreach, and more. Earn extra money, promote freedom, and spread the word. Need custom stickers, labels, or decals for your organization or business? Liberty Stickers makes them. Go to LibertyStickers.com to order or call 877-873-9626. LibertyStickers.com, the world's most dangerous stickers. 